You know, Keith, it's real easy to be commentators, uh, or if that's what we are. I'm not sure we are actually real legitimate commentators. We do make it look easy, though, don't we? Yes. Well, (laughs) yes, we do. But just to make sure that we had a little dose of truth and reality, uh, we're kind of adding a segment that uh, we casually call Street View. And in other words, what's really going on on the street with media sales and the media space? Because, you know, for both of us, it's been a year or two since we've actually knocked on any doors selling anything. So we thought we'd ask Ed Steenman, who's kind of our agency guy, our agency dude here at Media Insultant of Steenman Associates, it's a well-known Seattle, local Seattle agency, handles a lot of automotive clients. And um, I invited him, we invited him to join us to take a look at local TV sales efforts on the street with over-the-top television. O- yeah, OTT. Right. OTT. So, good morning. We're back with another episode of Media Insultant, where we have our ideas, comments, and occasionally highly opinionated and arrogant comments and statements. So, Welcome. Um, I'm Jackson Weaver in the Pacific Northwest. My co-host in Los Angeles is Keith Samuels. So we do this each Tuesday and Friday. Today we'd like to welcome you to the Friday, December 2nd special edition of Street View episode of Media Insultant. Well, Ed, good morning, but before we get too carried away with anything, let's talk about it. Would you please start off and define what OTT is at an ad agency level? What does that really mean? Well, so OTT um, is a term that is, good morning, by the way, um, OTT is bandied <laughs> about um, over-the-top television is the technical term, which I don't know... Uh, you know which technician invented that, but they probably should be shot because it's kind of a <laughs> weird, clumsy term. More commonly, streaming ads would be the would be I think the okay. the, the acronym that everybody or the, the the explanation everybody uses. So there are a variety of ways that you can purchase um, streaming ads. Um, and Keith, we were chatting a little bit before the show on AVOD advertise. Advertising supported video on demand right, right. is basically um, it ain't Netflix, although now Netflix is carrying ads, but it's your Plutos, it's your your NBC, your Peacocks. It's the channels that you watch that have ads playing sometime during the program. And more technically, those would be the ads that are served on TV glass or connected TV. So... Um, even though we just got done saying that it was over-the-top unconnected, we actually now say it's connected TV, meaning that it's connected through a Roku stick or a smart TV or a Fire or however it's connecting you to that app. The second set of OTT is video display, and those are ads served as pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll video ads on websites like an MSN.com or a... Mm a a dot com site so those are kind of your two you have your your ctv connected tv tv glass which are the premium the expensive ads and then you have the video display ads now beyond that then you have where uh where else are the ads served those display ads typically are going to be served on laptops desktops cell phones the full episode programming 
content, which is typically served on TV Glass, can also be served in some of those other areas as well. So if I haven't managed to confuse you yet, I can talk a little longer. But that gives you me, at least a little bit of the landscape. Let me let me throw a clarification question in here. Um, when we talk about CTV, we, we talked about connected television, Amazon Fire, uh, Roku, Chrome, that kind of thing. What about just the apps that are using the same content? So, uh, you know, if you've got Pluto on a connected mm-hmm. TV, is that in any way distinguished from Pluto on somebody's iPad and they're just watching the stream? Uh, as far as I know, the answer to that is no. That would be if it's, if it's coming through the app, it's wherever you're watching it. That would be the full, what we call the FEP, the full episode program. So you're watching Big Bang Theory on HBO Max and an ad comes on beforehand. It doesn't really matter where you're watching that. You're, you could be watching it on TV Glass. You could be watching it on your cell phone. Um, that, that's the premium inventory are ads that look like television ads inserted into what looks like television programs. Um, so Ed, I got. A, I have a question about how these are sold. So, is there a is there a national rep firm or, or group of reps that each of these uh, that Pluto has, that Tubi has, that Roku has that they're out selling, versus mm-hmm. what do what do local television sales reps uh, actually sell when they sell right. OTT? Right. So, I I can give you the view to the extent that I know it, but. Some of them are closed ecosystems. For example, the, um, I think they call it, is it IQ? It's the Paramount Plus ecosystem. Yes. So if you, yeah. if you talk to your local, you know, here in Seattle, it's, it's the CW Channel 11, but it's going to be, you know, it's going to be your local TV rep. They will sell you just programs that are Paramount Plus universe. So that's their that's their preferred partner, and their claim is we control that inventory because it's our stuff. Then they'll sell you a second tier, which is oh, if if you also want to buy programmatic OTT in the rest of the universe, we will add that on top. Um, Peacock has a similar approach. They'll sell you their Peacock Universe, which is their NBC Universe, NBC Universal products. And then also, if you want to buy more, then they'll sell you that same programmatic inventory that everyone else is going after as well. So there's a national Peacock rep. There's local station reps. I mean, so there's, there's a variety of people across that ecosystem. But if you're a media buyer and you're looking and saying, okay, I want to reach this many adults, 25 to 44, and these zip codes and yada, 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 what, what difference would it make whether you were buying into some of these closed ecosystems or just programmatically buying, hitting your target demo, hitting your, the zip codes you want, that kind of thing? What is there to distinguish it? Ed? Right. So, so that, that, of course, Jackson, um, being the astute uh, podcast host and smart guy that you are, you get right to the $10,000 question, which is, why is my flavor of ice cream better than the next guy's flavor of ice cream down the road? And so all of them are going to tell you, you've got Premion coming in, they're telling you, well, we're brand safe, you know, more of your ads are going to be verified, you've got, uh, you know, IQ coming in saying, we're going to sell you only our ecosystem of quality programs, you're not going to end up on any of these second or third tier nets, you've got Peacock coming in saying, you know, we can go after that Hispanic market, or we can go target a group, so they're all going to tell you, tell you why their particular ecosystem is superior to the next one down the road. 
And so theoretically, maybe I like the idea, you know, I'm going to go in and buy Hulu. Hulu now is a self-serve platform, so I don't even need a rep. I just log on to Hulu and I put my ad buy together and off it goes. So do you like that exclusive Hulu environment? You know those ads are going to play on Hulu. Or do you want to go after the programmatic and say, well, my ads could be anywhere. Um, They could be on, you know, A tier channels. They could be on B tier channels. They could be on C tier channels. Do I care if I'm chasing who I'm chasing. So that's, I mean, that's really the issue that, that, that we're all working through as media buyers. And it comes down to cost. How, what, what kind of a premium am I willing to pay to be on a closed ecosystem? And do I see the, the, the value in that premium? Is there, in, in your opinion, and with your experience with your clients, is, is there any added value to being in a closed ecosystem? Does, do your clients care? Some do and some don't. Mm, okay. I mean, if you have a client that's like, gosh, I really want to be on Hulu, it's like, okay, we'll put you on Hulu. Um, if, if it's a client that says, you know, I really just want to achieve the best CPMs that I can, and I want to have a broad reach, and I want to, you know, I want to basically, you know, do my targeting. I mean, the programmatic piece, which is, and there's a third piece that we, <clears throat> that we need to chat about too, but, you know, the programmatic piece I mean, I have a provider that I work with and they give me 6,000 different variables that's, you know, that's from Axion data, it's from your credit score, it's from, you know, were you a member of the Safeway, you know, shopping club? I mean, there's data forever. And so basically, you know, I'm going to build a campaign that's going to be targeted to precisely, you know, the person that goes in and buys aspirin twice a week at the drugstore. I mean, whatever, whatever that you know, whatever that criteria is, they're an in-market shopper for automotive. So, I mean, there's a lot of targeting that you get in that, in that broad universe. You get less targeting when you get into those closed ecosystems. Um, and I think in some cases, those closed ecosystems um, may not be able to serve enough impressions on a local mm. basis um, that you're going to be able to buy them. I was looking at buying um, a Peacock, a buy in uh, another market and, um, there weren't enough impressions for me for the time period that I wanted to be on. So, of course, their immediate recommendation was, oh, and buy some OTT with it as well. So, yeah, it's, it's the other piece that you haven't asked about is the, is the television live stream piece. So mm-hmm. what you have is you have, for example, um, you know, here in Seattle, we have uh, Fox 13 KCPQ. So I'll just use them as an example. They're going to sell you their linear product, their morning news, which you're going to buy on you know, channel 13 or, or wherever you're going to buy it. Then they want to sell you their live stream product, which is on their Fox news app, which is a, which is a rebroad. It's a live broadcast when it's live and it's a rebroadcast when it's not live of that same morning news product. Then they want to sell you their, they call it a Flix FLX, which is their OTT product. So they're going to basically try and sell you all of those screens. And then depending on how it's priced, um, you know that live stream, you know, costs a certain CPM. OTT now with the full episode programming or with the display. Okay, those are two different price points. And then there's the over-the-air stuff that's at a different price point. So theoretically, they're going to bundle that together <clears throat> to make it look attractive. I'm going to give you, now that we're all on an impressions-based system, right, because the ratings yep. currency has changed, I'm going to sell you half a million impressions. And do you care where they come from? How many of them need to come from the TV screen? How many of them need to come from OTT? How many of them need to come from our live stream app? So there's a lot to unpack uh, when you're looking at how these deals are put together. 
So well, you bring up. I'm, I just want to follow up on one quick question here, Keith, and then I know you're you're anxious to ask another question. But you mentioned cost. Is there a spectrum? Where uh, on the spectrum, what's the cheapest CPM? What's sure, the most expensive sure. CPM? Right. So the cheapest CPM is the video display, or you know, basically it's digit. It's 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 a banner. It's a banner. It's a banner ad of video. Is okay. is, is okay. maybe the way to it's explain. It's a video it. banner ad. Yeah. All right. And so mm-hmm. that's going to be your pre-roll, mid-roll, post-roll. That's going to be sitting on your MSN.com. That's going to be sitting on your TV station website. Theoretically, if you're you know KXYZ TV, I'm going to put that on our website. That's going to be your your lowest uh, your lowest CPM. Um, you're going to move there into things like live stream, whether it's news or sports. That's going to be kind of your next bucket of cost. That's going to be a mid price cost. Then you're going to move to the full episode um, TV glass or, or 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 like I said, full episode programming. You're watching Big Bang Theory or you're watching whatever you're watching, and there's a there's a show in the middle of it. That's going to be your highest your highest CPM. And if you think about it logically, I mean, there's how many seats are there in that half an hour TV show, right? How many ads can they put in? I mean, you know, um, back in the day on radio, gosh, we'd get what, 12 minutes of ads on, on whatever radio station you used to work out there, Keith. I mean, you know, I mean, you might get, you might get what three, maybe I'm watching HBO max. I might get six or eight or nine ads, you know, in a half hour. And that's a lot. Um, You know, so that's the premium inventory because there's only so many units of that to sell you. Everything else, I got unlimited. I got unlimited inventory. There's always a place for another banner ad. There's always a place for, you know, for for and live stream is something that some stations in some markets are selling and and it's not available in other markets. So that's kind of the emerging piece. That's where the TV stations, I think, are going to create some ultimate ownership of their product. Because you know it's their news product, so of course you can also see that on what is it News On and Stir, mm-hmm. and you know, there's mm-hmm. other, there's other local mm-hmm. news apps. So it's it's yeah, it's being there's a lot of different stuff being served a lot of different way by a lot of different people, and it's quite a soup if you uh, start. Oh yeah, and, and my favorite here in it. LA Ed, is the uh, is the live stream of the car chases. You know the, yeah. the helicopters, the uh, CHP. You know, and the and the guy rolling down the 405. You know. Uh, where they close the freeway. Those are exciting. Great, great numbers for those, you know, shows. So, <laughs> there you uh, go. Was, yeah. But my, you know, speaking of that, my question is, is that, uh, you know, this makes, this, it seems like a very logical extension. It makes a lot of sense for TV stations, TV sellers, TV groups to be doing this kind mm-hmm. of thing. This, this, it, it intuitively makes sense. But then I noticed somebody on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago was boasting like crazy about how, how great iHeartMedia's, which is basically a radio company, iHeartMedia, mm-hmm. OTT and yeah. you know powered by data from Amazon. What the what right. is iHeart doing in that space? Yeah, um, I have heard um, iHeart's pitch. I it's been a while since I've heard it. So and this is a pretty fast evolving area. So I don't I don't know that I can specifically comment on that piece of it. Specific to the Amazon piece. Well, let me back up. We looked at a study that says about 50% of advertisers are that are using OTT are buying it through a media provider, i.e. a television or radio station. So okay. by extension, that means 50% are not. So I think what you're seeing, and this is me, you know, sort of like my, uh, you know, my prediction. Uh, I love making these predictions, and then Jackson can call me out a year from now and see if I'm right. But... 
because this has been a fairly complex space, I think that the first thing that that advertisers do is they start from a trust relationship that they already have. So if you're already my TV rep and you're calling on me and you're introducing this new product, I already trust you. I already have a relationship with you. You're where I'm going to start. As I get more sophisticated and as I get more educated, then I might be more willing to step away from that relationship and look at an independent company. And it's my belief that the independent companies were not necessarily, I think there's some price advantages only because we don't carry the, you know, an independent company doesn't carry the same overhead as, as a media company. So, you know, when you've got a, you know, 40% markup or whatever that margin is, and you're competing against the guy working in a basement that can have their own tech stack and programmatically buy and you know, do it at whatever 20 per, I mean, at some point, that you know the, the the price becomes an issue as you become a more sophisticated, as you become a more sophisticated, educated buyer. So I don't know if that there, there'll be pushback from the large media groups that okay we have the volume, okay we have the relationships, okay we can mix and match with our linear product. I mean that there, there's there's going to be two sides to the sales pitch, right? Yeah, but what but but what video, uh, what OTT products are is iHeart repping? Um, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, that's something I would have to research and come back to you. I know that Amazon partnered with not only uh, maybe iHeart. If, if they, if, if you're telling me they referenced that, so I'm going to go with that. And if okay. and if I'm wrong, um, uh, you know, I'm basing that on what on on the fact that Amazon was mentioned. What Amazon did is they went out and made a deal with I know a lot of resellers of their product, and. I feel like that particular one I'm going to I'm going to rip on Amazon a little bit. I feel like there's some sleight of hand going on there because if you really look at it, you know, Prime doesn't run ads. So, so what is it that Amazon is selling me? They 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 own IMDb and they own Twitch. So they, and want they own to, Freebie too. Is it, okay, so they picked up okay, so they picked up some so they want to sell you ads. That would be their ecosystem that they want to sell you ads right. on. So, right. if you're excited about ads on Twitch, Maybe you want to reach the gamers. You're excited about ads on IMDb, uh, which is you know a bunch of old movies. Uh, you, you're on, uh, well, you know, if you're if you're excited about those ecosystems, those to me are not top tier ecosystems. I don't, I, you know, it's like I'm not tripping over myself to get to Twitch, right? So, so then the rest of it is well, we're using Amazon powered data. Our tech stack is Amazon data to serve OTT advertising over the same programmatic channels that everyone else can serve them over right. but our data which is amazon data is better so that's what they're saying that's so, exactly right, what they're right. saying so yeah. that's their pitch so do you believe that that and, and i guess it depends i mean you know if i'm buying uh you know having dog food delivered three times a week to my house on amazon i mean i guess if i'm selling dog food that's pretty important but is that is that Amazon behavior indicative of whether I'm going to be in the market for a Porsche or a Volkswagen or a, or a Ford Bronco? You know, I, I don't know. That starts to be, I guess it depends on, again, how do you, what is the data and how do you apply it and what are the results? We have run through um, some really good information here. I really appreciate it, Ed, but I got to wrap up by asking you one question. What 
is the advantage of OTT for your client? Is it targeting? Is it budgets? Is it uh, audience data? What's their big button that would make them want to buy OTT? Well, I think, I think all the three things that you just said are exactly right. Let's say that I have a client in the in the LA in, in your market, Keith, in the LA market, but they are a you know single point retailer or they're holding an event somewhere. I can go in. I don't have to buy a TV station in the LA market. I can buy a, a, a video. I can appear to be a major advertiser in the ten mile radius around your house, Keith, if that's what I want to do, <laughs> right? And yeah. I can serve the ads to uh, to uh, not only someone I targeted geographically, but demographically. Um, and I can pick lifestyle considerations. Are you a golfer? Are you a boater? Are you know, you know, all these other things do you know, are you married with three kids? What what's going on? And so the other side, of course, is the is the actionability, the accountability, the ability to go back and do lookbacks. The smart TV watermark watermarks the ads, so I can go back and give you a three, five, or seven day look back. I can tell you everyone that was exposed to the ad, how many people visited, um, you know, Keith's website, or how many people you know took action. And so that's that's pretty exciting, um, actionable data that you, you know, that you can you okay, which piece of creative got the mo- elicited the most response? There's a lot of things you can do with that. Sure has changed a lot from. Uh you want to buy a couple of late news spots? Yes, indeed. <laughs> so I know this is a topic that we could talk about for for probably three of these episodes. So if there's more um, <clears throat> questions that you have, um, if I don't know the answers, I'll do a good job of trying to sound like I like I like I'm able to make up the answers. But it's really an exciting space. I mean, honestly, we've gone through the business of you know talking about NTR and opportunities. This 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 is the real deal, and I think the the implications for linear television as we move down the road here are pretty significant. If I if I own a if I own a television station and I'm living off my off my prime time. Uh, shows. I mean, th- th- yeah. there, there's a lot. There's a lot we could talk about here. Well, we'll do it next time. It's been great having you on, Ed. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Keith. Thank you for your great input, and uh, Ed will catch up with you soon. You got it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ed. Our thanks to Ed Steenman of Steenman and Associates for his insight and candor. We always appreciate the street view in the sales process. You know, it's one thing to talk about it. And it's another thing to do it, and Ed's on the street and gives us some great feedback. Don't you think, Keith? Oh, yeah, and he, and he is the OTT expert. CTT, uh, CTV, a- AVOD, all of that confusing jargon, uh, Ed brings some sense to it and really helps explain to us, uh, and we appreciate that, how, how local people are selling it and how local advertisers are buying it. Yeah. And uh, what, what a great discussion. So always appreciate having Ed back on and, and making us look smarter than we are. Well, and we will drag him in here in, a, in the next couple of shows to talk about what's going on in the car business because that's a big category for most of our audience, the automobile business. And we'll be back next week. Media Insultant drops new shows each Tuesday and Friday. And on all, they're on all the podcasting platforms. Video, of course, is on Vimeo under the Media Insultant Showcase. Media Insultant is a production of InTown Media. Comments are always welcome at jackson at intownmedia.com. And we'll be back on Tuesday. Keith, I will see you then. Thanks Have a for great the weekend, show. buddy. Take care. You too.